0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawks
2: And Andy Jacobs And this is the H&J Daily Bringing you some of the best bits of this afternoon's show uh, Ian Stone, comedian, Arsenal fan, joined us He's going back to the Edinburgh Festival for the first time in 14 years Yeah, Was he run out of town? We'll find out last time he was out Of course not <laughs> um, Martin Kellner joined us for a truncated week of sport yeah, It was a TV bit short Because we had sweet. live racing Yeah, Which meant Rupert and uh, Lizzie telling us what they've been getting up to um, So you'll hear that And Mike Ward, of course, with some non-sporting TV, a very emotional evening from a non-sporting telly point of view. For Andy, as neighbours, bites the dust after thirty-seven years. No plans for spin-off shows. Maybe there should be talk of that. Anyway, here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. And for those that don't know, we haven't mentioned it over the years, but. um, Scott Minto was on with the boys in mid morning today. Uh, was it football writers, Andy? Football, football writers. Yeah, one of the football writers doing we were on the table with Scott. And uh, Geiska Mendieta, of course, a uh, fine borough uh, player, um, was on our table. He'd, I think he'd come along with Scott. But it, it, it's lounge suit. Mm. And he hadn't got the message. I oh, know, so I thought he was gonna get up and do some close magic round the tables <laughs> yeah, a little bit later what a pity on. He was in him. he was in the full Harry Gibbs, yeah, wasn't what he? Can you the, do? the bow tie, the jacket. He looked a million dollars, but uh, he was mm. a touch, he was a bit of an outlier. But he thought they are very well turned out the very Spanish, well aren't they? Out. Yes. So that's the extent of it. If you want to give us some of your I was slightly overdressed stories, then uh, feel free. If you're a violent sneezer you know, we'll keep it topical. Um talksport.com text eight ten eighty nine tweet
3: ts Now, last night I uh, watched the opening ceremony. I thought it was very impressive. Of the actually. Commonwealth Games, game, com- j- yeah. Well, what else? Ri- <laughs> they've, opened,
2: they've opened a new local gym. They've opened a new Ryman's
3: <laughs> in Chiswick <laughs> High Street, and they had a big opening ceremony. Yeah, I, I did think though when the Australian team came in, they should be wearing black armbands. The demise of neighbours. Oh, okay. I wondered why. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I wonder where we were going with that. Yeah, that's true. It's a big night for you, Andy. It isn't is. It? Look, there you go. I've got the old uh, baggy green on. You've got
2: your baggy green on. you have gone full <laughs> Aussie today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is a bit. I
3: mean, for... I'm going to eat the whole show like that. Yeah, look. Yeah, and, and it was. Uh, but it was very impressive. I thought the uh, the mechanical bull, the flame yeah. snorting, moving mechanical bull. Very, you are. I am. It looked like something Chris <laughs> Eubank would drive. Yeah, and, and leave <laughs> on something... a double yellow line in low. Yeah, loading only. That's right. I saw him. I,
2: I had a meeting with Chris. I've, I've told you the war story of making the video with Chris many times. I won't bore you with that. But in Rediment for that, we met in this place called Home House, mm. which is just round the back of Sainsbury's. At, oh yeah. Posh old club that I think I don't know if he was a member of or not, but somebody was involved in the project. Mm. And Chris parked right outside with that great big articulated
3: <laughs> that, lorry. It's a beautiful thing. I saw him in Bond Street once on a yeah, a single. I'll give him the benefit of that single yellow. I tell you what, but taking up about three spaces, it was but, incredible. I mean, I
2: saw him park it because mm. as I rocked up, I saw him pulling up, and it couldn't have been anybody else but him. And he mm. he was. I mean, he could have been. I wonder if he got his HGV one. Not that he ever <laughs> yeah. needed it, but he could park that thing incredibly well. Well, you got used and, to it. I, um, I mean, it was just... It was a magnet for traffic wardens. I think they'd all just get together. They'd all get <laughs> a van and all come down on their day off. But they couldn't reach the windows to put the to put the ticket <laughs> put them on the because wheels. they get altitude sickness. <laughs>
3: yeah. it, it really took it was some a day. mad, mad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, talking of cars, I, I enjoyed the sort of... The spectacle of the cars sort of lining up, making a kind yeah. of Union Jack, but uh, mm. and Prince Charles's car—he turned up in this Aston Martin, which apparently runs on surplus wine waste—and really, she's so way. does Alan Brazil. That's right. I'm getting the wine waste from Alan and Martin. That's not a first. <laughs> That's not a first in this country.
2: That's definitely been done
3: before. Well, um, the clips of the week. I had this thought as well that. Uh, Accompanying the, it wasn't a flame, it was a sort of cone, wasn't it, whatever it was. What, the the Olympic, the Commonwealth Games cone? Cone. What's your
2: favourite? (laughs) Is it the Olympic
3: flame or is it the Commonwealth Games (laughs) cone? I think it was a flame.
2: Was it a flame? Yeah, it's probably a virtual flame. It's a virtual
3: flame, is it? I don't know. Anyway, it it took 294 days... Yeah. 294 days around the Commonwealth I thought, what a great job I'd like that job you I mean, basically take it out in the box in the morning give it to the runners then at the end of the day you drive along in the car alongside yeah. you go to all these exotic places and all you've got to do is then take the thing off and put it back in the box yeah. I thought this is a good job I'm, I'm going to apply do for
2: do you think that. the person that does that there's a bit of resentment you know, there's other people there who've mm. maybe got a film, and this but this guy just drives along there. He's always first at the bar when they get somewhere. Yeah. after long, he's always the first one there. <laughs> I get a feeling, or I'm, I'm guessing it's a bloke, then he eats alone, and they, they, nobody has anything to do with him. I'm sure that's not you know, the case.
3: You know when the visitors, uh, with the shards, they all had these shards from outer space or wherever it was, mm. they all arrived, and they were all had hand luggage, and I was thinking, yeah, they didn't want to go through Heathrow baggage. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> shards from the, outer space, Andy. Yeah, that's those things. They were holding shards. Mm. Shards, I think. A little shards. I don't yeah. know. I'm not saying shards
2: The Reverend again. Phil Richardson said, I've been listening for the best part of 20 years and I've never heard the Chris Eubank <laughs> video story. Oh, it takes a while. Oh, yeah. Ta- a we might be life, doing really. some podcasts, uh, Phil. We'll tell you more about that. We'll find a home for it. Because it goes on for about 15 minutes mm. and culminates with Frank Skinner in a Bentley. It's a long story. <laughs> we'll come back to that later on.
3: I did. Um, and Martin will definitely talk about the opening ceremony. I thought Hazel Irving, she's brilliant. And yeah. Andrew Cotter. They're informative snippets on the sort of. That's a really. It's t-less. a hard thing because it's all written yeah. down and it's a sort
2: of eggy text. But they, you're right. They did do a really good job with it because mm. you're having to say, this is what's happening now. But mm. they have turned against him. And now suddenly they must. you know what I mean? That's. <laughs> kind of do it in that I way know. but they did a very good job Tom
3: Daley I and, and uh, he knitted his bat,
2: on. and it was beautiful it was I mean you know I've only been spending a bit more time up there in recent years but it, it kind of did feel of of the area of the city and it, it was mm. beautifully done it wasn't a sort of generic yeah, opening ceremony
3: it was great so. well I did say to me at one point What's all this about Birmingham? I said, it's in Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> awesome. Oh, we'll forgive so, her that. Classic. Circumstances mean <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll forgive her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, uh, anyway, yeah. and uh, well done to Colleen Rooney. I'm glad she won her case. I think she totally deserved to. And uh, she's still wearing that protective boot, though. I think we're going to yeah. have to get Ben Dinnery for a prognosis. Beautiful tweet from someone um, who said she'll now play Johnny
2: Depp in the final. <laughs>
3: yeah. But I'm sure that's not <laughs> that's the very, case. Very amusing. Um, Anyway, um, it's Paul. I'll be issuing life bans throughout the show today to who to people who write in saying that they love women's football and they're only going to watch women's football and they and they're never going to watch men's men's game again. And it's all sort of anti men's football. We're all for
2: people watching women's football, but maybe not.
3: But not comparing it. Men's football. So you're all getting life bans. The Hawksby and
1: Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mm. Three more
2: live races from glorious Goodwood, uh, called as always by our dream team of uh, Rupert Bell. Alongside him, the former jump jockey, Lizzie Kelly. Good afternoon, both. Good afternoon. Well, let's reflect on yesterday evening. Um, oh, yes. What, <laughs> now, what did you tell me? That's often. No, that there's night. a great
3: bit where you're, oh, yeah, the mobility scooter. It oh. <laughs> was a bit tasteless. <laughs> okay. I tell us <laughs> what, what they didn't steal one, did they? No, Rupert. Had aspirations for one. Well, look,
4: I'm not far away, okay. Hmm. Um, And I was coveting this thing, and it was like an easy rider version of mobility scooters. Really? So basically, I could. But for all the sort of aged hippies down in Chichester, they're probably going round in this, you know, it's It's souped up. It's been souped, pimped up mobility scooter. Really? And it costs three thousand quid. It's got handlebars up there like a motorbike, you know, like that easy rider look. Yeah. And basically you sit there, and I imagine there's people going around Chichester doing wheelies in their mobility scooter.
3: I can imagine you on MTV, your new show, Pimp My Mobility Scooter. (laughs) (laughs) That would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, of course, when I walked past
4: it, uh, it had been said that uh, my two uh, dinner guests, Mm. you know, drink had been taken. (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: I,
2: think I, can I can see that. No, no, we could no. a slightly ruddy complexion of an <laughs>
5: okay. ageing member of the House of Lords. Say.
4: Yeah,
2: like a like a, a Paul Whitehouse character. Yeah, yeah.
4: So, so, basically, I and that is, I'm going to, I, I want to go and have a road test of it because I got some experience of working with Bob up at the um, yeah. Open. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I've begun to understand the mobility scooter world.
2: Well, you coveting his some mobility mobility pretty, scooter. I mean, some pretty shaky camera work, Lizzie. <laughs> you? You're all yeah. over the
4: place. You clearly had a dream. As well, <laughs> it's oh, yeah,
2: down the street. Well, oh, I don't the... know what cocktail
5: were you on last night. I was on a uh, lime cosmopolitan. Oh, okay. oh they yes. were very good.
2: I, I do see the appeal, though, Rupert. It's got that sort of Harley handlebars. It does look, do I... look very so, kind of ageing, sort of Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper. I can see yeah, well, you on that with your leather jacket.
4: Yeah, and I'm going to sort of have a ponytail, and and you know, but <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
1: no, what a thought.
2: Okay, let's
4: leave
1: it there, shall we? I guess he's gone far enough. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Well, you're listening to Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport in partnership with EE Connect 100 devices in your home with EE 4-fibre broadband powered by BT. Limited availability, check coverage at ee.co.uk. Ian Stone, friend of the show, Arsenal supporting comedian and host of The Football's On on BT, is heading
3: back to the Edinburgh Festival for the first time in 14 years. Which strikes me as interesting because Frankie, we just spoke to this, 14 years old. I know. He wasn't even born the last time. He wasn't <laughs> born. Was
6: he wasn't born the last time Ian was there.
3: <laughs> good afternoon, Ian.
6: Hello, chaps. You know, Gordon Brown was still Prime Minister the last time I <laughs> really? was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the material <laughs> the material changed or are you going with the same set? Well, let's see how that goes. And then we'll, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It feels like the Roman Empire, doesn't it? It's so long ago <laughs> since I was last there.
2: It would be good. Ian Stone gold. You know, it'd be great to go, <laughs> just to go in there and do sort of material from back in the day, like greatest, greatest hits, topical material through the ages. Give us a year, the
6: Tony Blackburn of comedy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but what year was it this joke came from? That would yeah, yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. So, what has, what has what has taken you back there after all these years?
6: Um, friends, some friends say it's a midlife crisis. <laughs> uh, although, as has been pointed out to me, I'm way past midlife, but. Um, uh, what's taken me back? I just, I think it's an itch I just wanted to scratch again. I hadn't been for a while and uh, it's been so much fun doing gigs and being out talking to people and I thought I'd like to do that for a month uh, mm. while losing money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. People think
2: that, I don't know if it, we speak to lots of people who are doing Edinburgh shows and thinking, oh, they must be coining it in. It, <laughs> it can often be a bit of a lost leader for, for many of the acts, if not all of them.
6: Well, that's why I'm doing the Free Fringe this time. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I'm doing the Free Fringe. We, I, I like the ethos of it. You basically say to people, come and see a show. It doesn't cost you anything to come and see the show. And at the end, you make a bucket speech, as they call it, and uh, and you try and get them to give you some money for what yeah. they've seen. But there's something quite... Nice and egalitarian about it, I think. And do you, your you, own do you
2: hold the bucket, Ian? Do you kind of stand there and look <laughs> them in the eye, give them the evils, and depending whether it's, it's coins, <laughs> whether it's bucket assistance, it's coins, whether it's coins.
6: What's I a- literally blocked the door. <laughs> yeah. do. You're not leaving. And I don't want coins. I'm not no. interested in coins really. No, I don't we- think it's I don't think it's very rock and roll at the end of a gig <laughs> to be counting up <laughs> two, four, six, eight, eight ten. Thanks for the
3: show. The yeah, the Pushing it off the edge of a desk. <laughs> you, like you, oh, you I say, need yeah. more
6: bank bags. Yeah. God, <laughs> rock and roll. So no, um, but I you just want people to enjoy the show and yeah. tell other people about the show. And if if enough people come and give me enough money, mm. basically uh you i can afford to come again that's Excellent. sort of how it works
3: uh, hopefully you get the crowd from the footballs on they, they all know about it and they'll yeah.
6: so. uh, the, the yes they they are uh, hopefully they'll be up there you know what who knows i'm also going to be on the street making sure that people come along as right. well I, i'm not going to say bantering people no. <laughs> but essentially saying look, look at me i'm not here for my health come and see the show and giving them a leaflet and uh, and hopefully they'll come i think it's It's very much a sort of one- or two-person operation, Hmm. and and I quite like it that way, and we'll see what happens. It's called
2: called Writer of Wrongs. Does it have a Hmm. theme, or is it...?
6: Yeah, uh, vaguely. I mean, Hmm. essentially, I'm talking about happiness, and I'm talking about... uh, Uh, expectations as well. So I'm sort of talking about that. But you know what? There's going to be loads and loads of funny bits. I wanted to make it as funny as I possibly could because it's my first time in 14 years. And there is a difference between doing club gigs all the time and doing Edinburgh for a month. And I thought, I'd like to do that again. Excellent. I'm also looking forward to winning the prize for oldest performer at the Fringe.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think you'll get that. Top five. Maybe. It strikes me that uh, this year... It's going to be a special Edinburgh because it hasn't been on for three years, because people are hungry for it, Acts keen to do it, the crowds are going to be keen to go. Mm, It should be a fantastic occasion.
6: I'm hopeful. I think that's part of the reason. I mean, I went to Glastonbury a few months uh, last month, mm. and that was the 50th year, and that felt pretty special. First one since the pandemic, you know. And and I think uh, the Edinburgh Festival will be the same thing. So there's it's mainly excitement, but with a bit of sort of dread and terror,
2: really. <laughs> happiness and expectation. Is that the way you're looking at the football season as an Arsenal fan as well? I, mean, <laughs> I was happy to keep yes. talking about Edinburgh. Yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. You've had a big win, you had a big friendly win against uh, Andy's mob, didn't you? I mean, is that? Yeah. Get the bunting Mid, out? Or mid-table pre- fodder you've does, beaten. Does pre-season matter, Ian? <laughs> <Hang
6: on>. Well, <laughs> I mean, I can understand why Andy might be feeling a bit grumpy at this point, because mm. I think they might struggle a little bit, and, and I certainly hope so. But, uh, a little um, bit, I think quite uh, a lot, I
3: mean, you'll find.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously, hey, mate, let cyclical, me just
3: get... You know, we've had a good time, so you just
6: got to You've had it. a good time, and yeah. let me just put away the world's smallest violin. Yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, but as far as Arsenal are concerned, yeah, expectation and happiness do figure quite a bit, actually, because I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing, and they've definitely strengthened from last year. And I don't know, it all feels like we're moving in the right direction together. My it, joy it feels is like it. a very young project you still
3: feel' it's finished below top well no,
2: that's <laughs> not necessarily are you, you thinking think top fair. four is on or do you oh, think yeah. this is still part of the the build from an Arsenal I'm dreaming
6: company? of third oh are you okay <laughs> well I think I think we're we're um I think we were pretty good last year and we sort of gave it to you in the last few weeks of the season in terms mm. of Champions league spot I, I think over the season we were probably slightly better but I think you've strengthened, and I think we've strengthened a bit more. Is how I Ooh. see it. So so I, both teams I, I have genuinely signed
3: six players. Spurs going for yeah. Zaniola. If they get him, blimey. Yeah,
6: yeah, they've got some really good players, and mm. and Tottenham are going to be a force. It pains me to say, but I think Arsenal will be as well. I like the balance of our team. I like the attacking intent of the team, and. um, I'm excited. Of course I am. Why not at this time? of? The no, day? you should be. I think everybody
3: should be. Um, it's hard yeah. to do that. But when you're in the Europa League as well, it's harder than when you're in the Champions oh, League. I do think. you know
6: what? We haven't been in Europe for the last couple of years. So I'm quite excited about going to, I don't know the, the Third place team in Malta, or whatever
3: <laughs>
6: you know, uh, but but I, it doesn't. I also, by the way, I think the Europa League is a very good testing ground for young players, and Smith Road particularly is, is sort of in, in the squad because of the Europa League. So, I, I think there are positives to be had,
2: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and all on, nothing. I, wish I could <laughs> see so. How are you viewing all on nothing? Are you, uh, I mean, I don't know, I'm not obviously on the TV, but I mean, uh, are you looking forward to, to seeing a sort of behind the scenes year at the
6: club? Uh, I I, I got to be honest about a month ago, I wasn't, I was thinking, I don't want to see this. This is, this is history, but actually now it looks quite interesting as I, as more of the teasers have come out and I've seen Mikel Arteta's inspirational style. I want to see a bit more of that. And um, no, I think it's interesting to see inside these organizations, isn't it really? And, and see how they operate. And because I like the way Arsenal are operating, I think, um, yeah, I, I I'm looking forward. I'm, it's a bit like Edinburgh. I'm sort of looking forward to it with a bit of terror and dread.
2: Yeah, I'm only going to watch the last two. I'm quite looking forward to those. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> watching, I won't, Probably won't watch the rest of them. Yeah. So well, again. to be fair, yes.
6: to be fair, I mm. didn't watch the Tottenham one because I thought, what if I like them?
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was no chance of that yeah, happening. Yeah. Really, <laughs> no, but you know What's what I mean? There?
6: You might go no, Delhi Alley seems yeah. all right, and with my mates who just like chuck me out of the pub. So a bit, I'm
2: yeah. only watching the first one when they lose to Brentford and Chelsea. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I had a bit of that with the sure. uh, the Aussie. Cricket, one. You know, you start. You you never start liking the Aussie cricket team or watching that. You know, know there is a danger. There is a danger, of course. So, where can we, Ian, just finally tell us where we can see your show?
6: Uh, the show is at the Counting House. Uh, it's on West Nicholson Street. It's a uh, uh, it's right in the centre of Edinburgh, and it's well known free fringe venue. And I'm on at four o'clock every day from the fourth to the twenty eighth, except for the fifteenth. Come along, yeah.
1: brilliant. I hope it goes brilliant. well. Yeah. We'll catch up with thank you, thank you during guys. the season. All the best. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
6: Let's
2: head to uh, <laughs> Glorious Goodwood. We're going to bring you uh, next race of the afternoon with Rupert Bell and Lizzie Kelly. Good afternoon, both. Good afternoon. I think Lizzie's made a mistake. She's not brought any sun cream. Oh, oh, dear. Okay, you're kind of right in the, the full sunshine at the moment, guys, are you? Uh,
5: no, I'm sort of like a sea lion choosing to sit <laughs> on the warmest rock that <laughs> uh, I can find. Okay, well,
2: well it's your own fault you're not, then.
5: You're not, you're not you? giving yourself a very flattering description. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not, a, like, not
2: the
4: greatest <laughs> mental image, is it? Yeah, it I was going to say
5: walrus, but I did, yeah. did refrain from that
4: lizzie sea lion kelly <laughs> right okay yeah. well but it is, there is there is a beating sun down here yeah. and uh but so, it's lovely. Yeah, right, anyway but Good. it is a lovely day today and um, we're told um well we obviously think david beckham might be here today oh. Um, mm, okay. and, and Lizzie's not happy, because this is the, happy, this is the final day of um, uh, glorious Goodwood from a talk sport perspective. Mm. But she's obviously got to head home to the loving family waiting for her in Devon. Yeah. But we've got a reception tonight, courtesy of Nicholson Gin tonight Ooh. on the Earl's lawn. So she wants to ring up Lee and suddenly find a way of oh, yeah. dispensing with all the well, football you, so that we
2: can cover well, racing you've tomorrow. You've blown it now, Rupert. She could have done, oh, I tell you, the car won't start or I, I need to hang around, <laughs> it's work. You know what <laughs> it's like. Yeah. But now you I, I, I've, had an, I've, had an, taste, I've had
4: enough being dragged around the streets of Chichester by <laughs> uh, Lizzie and Izzy, you know, making sure I go in the right direction.
2: <laughs> well, you so. need that, a man of your age. Um, now we should salute our old friend Andy Smart, um, ball runner, comedy store player, who joins us at Cheltenham every year. Who, who tipped Master Melina, fourteen Ooh. to one winner. Andy gave us in the, the first race. On it. Very, he's a he's a fine tipster, is Andy. I, I'm on his, I'm on the Andy Smart. Uh, through the card, uh, eight was it one two three four seven races. Just the one point five million. Should they all win? So um, this may well be my last broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've been a bit tardy in these. In a lot of these races, they seem to be on time quite a lot. Yesterday, but generally it's like two twenty-five for two thirty. I know it's the last race well, went off nearly ten minutes late.
4: Well, we had a problem with oh. one of the horses had a, a problem with a stirrup. Uh, the jockey was going down to the start, and then that uh, uh, he. he tried to turn to come back to the start and his, basically his tack gave way, his saddle, Ooh, his nice. stirrup broke away and then sadly for the aforementioned jockey there during the race, it broke in the race, wow. but he is alright. Uh, fa- so he uh, fell, that's was he, you know, know, he fell, a real faller. faller
2: in flat yeah. racing. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he was alright, he was walking back but obviously, you know, they put the stirrup back on but obviously, clearly the, it wasn't actually as they needed to actually put the whole thing back on a new lot of uh, equipment and because it clearly only two furlongs into the race it it gave way and he had nowhere to go but out the side door so that's the reason why there is a a bit of delay they will try and catch up but as is there won't the jockeys are sort of ambling down to the start it's a hot
3: day it
4: (laughs) it is a, a lovely hot day here um but uh, and we luckily still in the shade where we're, we're commentating from. But it, that's that's the reason for the delay. Ah, they've been given the hurry up by oh, the yeah. starters to get them down to the start. Sorry, so one... sir.
2: Yes, sir. We're coming, sir. It yeah. Uh... I don't know why they did that it was we... odd, wasn't it? Really yeah. odd. they, maybe yeah. they thought they to have thought they had a lot of time. Maybe nobody's got a watch on.
4: Well, no, it was... that no, they well, may It's maybe. already <laughs> five
2: minutes late. This race,
4: You see, minutes. that's what the starters will be doing. They mm. will be saying, uh, "Come on, stop, yeah. stop dawdling." Uh, and then it will be the yes sir three bags full sir yeah,
2: that relations that's not changed. I mean it was years ago we saw it when our old friend Alice Plunkett took us down to the start at well this week yeah about twenty years ago it's and right, it was like, it was all like yes sir no sir right. but that hasn't changed lizzie Liz, it's still the same, is it?
5: It is still the same yeah I mean very traditional uh, way of kind of uh, making sure that the stewards have the respect of the jockeys mm-hmm. obviously there has to be some sort of separation you know between the stewards and, and the jockeys um i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say that it's the sort of master servant relationship that maybe it was years and years ago but there's still some of those tra- more traditional elements that still remain
2: mm. how'd you become a steward Rupert i could see you as a steward you'd like a bit of yes or no sir wouldn't you well uh, my old man was a steward
4: at oh, right? Bath and Warwick yeah ah. And we, so I is used to get.
2: Yeah, Did <laughs> <old man's> <laughs> he wear hat? a steward's hat? Well, uh, that, I doubt uh, if he wore gore blimey trousers and lived in a council <laughs> flat. <to be> honest. <laughs> no, but well,
4: he had gore blimey trousers because <laughs> they, they always <laughs> they were baggy. Um right. But uh, no, I was always reason to remember. There used to be a man at a wonderful. St- uh, Person who ran the stewards, it was going to go for a good lunch. Oh. and they, It doesn't happen now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it still not. does.
5: So a lot of times you'd is be it? standing around waiting to weigh out, and the stewards were all going having their oh, lunch. Really? couldn't find Clogers scales. Well,
4: well, well, and I've also be having a very good Bloody Mary before racing.
5: Shocking. Babe. Yeah,
2: getting drunk by osmosis when <laughs> you're sort of lining up before a race is not good, It was it? a d- breathing all over you.
4: It's a different era now. Of course. Um, the amateur confident. steward is, is very much uh, a thing of the past. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Oh,
3: yes. I haven't given you my uh, life bands, have I? I? Oh, you've got life bands for people? Yeah. Yeah. Anybody are for? that does this, that basically compares men's football to uh, women's football. So okay. this bloke wrote to the Times today, he said, roar of approval for our lionesses. How refreshing it was. They always start with that. How refreshing. Refreshing. Women's football is refreshing. Uh, Spectators, for the usual reasons, spectators from both teams mingled in a friendly fashion. Yeah. What a contrast with the Premier League where matches are marred by poor discipline (laughs) from players and coaches, referees and frequently verbally abused and spectators' behaviour is often unsporting. Hmm. Well, don't watch it then. You get a life ban. That's you. You're not watching any men's football. I mean, how do you impose these life
2: bans? They can't go to football, men's football anymore. They can't watch it on the telly. How are you going to impose it? I send a
3: picture around to every ground and then I, I, I get in touch with Sky and I get them to cut off their. Uh, oh, okay, they, can't, they good, can't watch it. Good luck with that.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: And uh, who else has got. Oh, yeah, this is another one. Huge congratulations <laughs> to our lionesses. What a magnificent game. It goes to prove anything the lions can do, our lionesses can do better. Okay. Well, not really. Life bam? Life bam. Okay, fair enough. Good. It's in it life. was interesting. You often see this in life. Uh, Thomas Tuhl's, uh Separated from his wife, yeah, divorced oh, okay. now, hmm. and uh, he's got a new girlfriend. Fine, yeah, but it's amazingly how similar she looks to his wife. Oh, right, that okay. often happens in life. I don't know what that is. I suppose it's your type. They say all well, yeah. you've got. A I was type. saying yesterday, what on on this romantic break, he's dressed the
2: same way usually is in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's just. <laughs> Just that one outfit was a bit pewless for holiday, really, wasn't it?
3: Not ideal, really. Uh,
2: This is kind of planning news, but not quite. It's planning Mm. news in your own hands. It's reported that Jens Lehmann uh, wasn't happy with uh, some work that a neighbour did in his house, Mm. so he, he took a chainsaw to it. These are the reports, yeah. apparently. He yeah, climbed onto the roof of the neighbour's garage, carrying the chainsaw, and cut through the beams. Uh, this is what they, they are claiming. Um,
3: he was, he was, he was he a man not of, to mess had with, had of, as yeah, a goalkeeper. He was a bit of eccentric. Oh, he was a goalkeeper, so yeah, that was a bit eccentric. Right, yeah, but yeah. He, he but was. Uh, there we are. That was, that was uh, German planning news. <laughs> We've got a <laughs> we jingle are. for it. <laughs> I know mean, I, we haven't got one. That would be a terrible, <laughs> okay. terrible idea, that would be. And model... Uh, model, model? Model? Bella you can see why I did it, because it's quite difficult to say yeah. model Bella model Bella Hadid who oh, speaks yeah. like that yeah uh, is basically marketing some non-fungible tokens oh yeah uh, 30 scans of her body there are 11 well, that's the person I turn to for all my financial <laughs> needs
2: I
1: know
3: Bella there are 11,111 available yeah uh, uh, of these things mine I brought some out they're available in the TalkSport shop next week really oh, yeah. fantastic The Andy Jacobs <laughs> NFTs not a good idea no, not really not a great idea the
2: one, I mean, you're always a man... You carry cash, and you're one of the few people that I know that still carries cash. But very little of it is in your pocket. It's normally on the floor. <laughs> if you're in need of a quick fiver, just follow Andy around. It's always like a fiver on the floor next to him. And I'll, I'll be sitting there, we're getting ready for the show, and I look on the floor, there's a tenner or I I know, I, I don't I, have to I'll ask who's this I know it's just, I mean, he's very cavalier with his cash. Out comes the tissue, out comes tenor. It's a tenner. Honestly, it's a joy. I hard to
3: feel I'm being generous to the... Uh, Production stuff.
2: <laughs> we <just laughs> well, I, not really because I see it. I just give it
3: straight back to you because I know it's Taught, all about you. Talking of money, Henrik Stenson has finally admitted the real reason he joined uh, Liv is financial. No. Oh yeah, don't say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: not growing the game as Rick Riley. We had Rick Riley on yesterday. Oh yeah, really? Said. I bet that was. He's good. not massive. Do you know Charles Barkley? Uh, NBA keen, isn't They're he? courting him. I mean, he could be lost to the NBA. Uh, and Rick was making the point, you know. David Fairty great commentator, mm. two of his favourite commentators on any sport. He's suddenly yeah. being lost to this tournament. Well, that it's really going to happen, like. you
3: know. It will happen, and it's you know. I suppose eventually there'll be some sort of compromise. It's going to have to be. It's too. Yeah, they're too powerful. They've got too much money yeah. to, to yeah, do anything we about can't be it. Half of a proper mm. sit down and a compromise. You're probably right.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Uh, with Rupert Bell
2: and uh, Lizzie Kelly. And uh, can ask a stupid question? Um, uh, we've had Sonny Liston in the last race. We've got Jimi Hendrix in this one. If you want to name a horse after a person, I mean, obviously, sadly, those guys are no longer with us. Um, but I don't know why the estates have a say. Or if you can you name a horse after a living person without getting their permission? I, Jimi Hendrix didn't strike me as the sort of guy that was anti anything, probably including gambling. But I don't <laughs> know. Um, but uh, do you know Rupert? I'm asking you. Da- I'm asking the wrong person. You're,
4: no, you're asking. I think I know the answer to the question. Mm. If the person is living, you do have to get their permission. Right.
5: Yeah, because there's a racehorse called Big Nasty, who I think oh. is a oh yeah, a yes. rapper.
2: Yeah, yeah, and
4: presenter. I thought Big Nasty, that doesn't sound like anybody, but, you know, <laughs> is it Big no, Nasty? In, in, in can, your... can you give me an
2: example <clears throat> of his oeuvre? In
5: your, uh, oh, no, I really can't. He does can't.
2: a chat show with Mo
4: Gilligan.
7: Yeah, with well, Mo
2: Gilligan, he yeah. does that. He's been on with us. Oh, I thought it's good
5: you Maybe, maybe he's not that. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume
7: he's
4: a big bloke then.
2: He's big. He's well, big, he is a rapper as well. He is a rapper <laughs> oh, okay. as well. Yeah,
4: yeah. He's comfortably built. Would that be the yeah, way to describe yeah. him? I'm do known as Little
2: Nasty. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, no, you're just known as Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We have less time with Martin Kellner, so let's crack on. Hello, Martin. <laughs>
8: to talk very, very fast. Yeah, I think yes, we'll have to. You like you're yeah, a horse actually, racing the- commentator,
2: let's look at the sport on TV. It's <laughs> going to, have to be a bit like that. Absolutely,
8: let's look at the sport on TV. Um, yeah, actually, it's a good job because uh, I've been on my holidays all week. Oh. I've just got back and I've been with Cotswolds very very nice you hmm. took a week uh, down lovely. there it's lovely, just lovely. Just nice
2: part of the world know,
8: one yeah. damned beautiful village after another got really fed up with all that um, <laughs> but have one let's say hail Birmingham first of yeah. all because Birmingham has its moment in the sun hmm. uh, thanks to the BBC and comprehensive coverage of the Commonwealth Games yeah. and it's lovely to see Birmingham have seen that sort of emphasis on Birmingham because obviously the Premier League season's coming up so that's the last we'll hear of Birmingham uh, <laughs> For a, oh. for a fair bit. So give them... And, and, you know, bless them. They call Birmingham the second city. We all know it's really Manchester. Oh, but, um, God, it's he's re- got a scored <laughs> two-footed margin
2: on Birmingham. He
8: won't be welcome back, will No, I'm only joking. I, I love the city of yeah. Birmingham. And the uh, opening ceremony, which was uh, last night, which I watched bits of, it mm. seemed to go on for like six and a half hours <laughs> because they covered every little bit of... Uh, and like all opening ceremonies, I know we've taken the mickey out of someone in the past, um they're pre- i mean you pretty well need to have a little bit of you know, a stimulant or two yeah.
3: to really uh, follow true. the whole thing. It, it was overloaded true, it? with symbolism, I felt the mm. opening.
8: Overloaded with symbolism. I wish I thought of that. The uh, <laughs> you know the big Birmingham bull was there yes. snorting oh, out there Steve. Yeah, that was there. There was also Prince Charles's Prince Charles and Camilla yeah. arrived in um an old uh, Aston Martin nice. of yeah, his. Yeah. yeah, which was his favourite Aston Martin that he bought many years ago and you know, good luck to. Him, he's royalty, yeah. um, but he it runs on wine, sign, doesn't
3: it, and cheese?
8: I ah, no, it runs. At, well, I heard that it ran on uh, ethanol, which is um, made out of whey, which is what oh. you know—w h e y, not whey. Um, <laughs> Jack uh, Douglas, this one for the yes, kids. Yeah. It's no wine <laughs> waste, apparently. Yeah. Oh, it's wine waste. And uh, whey.
3: I might try that. And petrol goes up again. Why well, am wasting yeah, away? Yeah.
8: Well, yes, it is. But he was saying, um, uh, what's his name? Andrew Cotter hmm. was saying that it's the it's the material that they make cheese out of. And I thought, well, hmm. I hope it's not Prince Charles's own cheese because that would be more expensive yeah. than petrol <laughs> to, be, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but given the uh, the diffuse nature of the uh, opening ceremony, I thought Andrew Cotter and Hazel Irving hmm. did a magnificent job. They did. As um, as Barry Davis used. To do yeah, and it just shows how good Barry Davis was in that they needed two people mm. to, um, you know, to replace them. But, so it was good, it was good, yeah. It's a hell of a week for the BBC because obviously they've got this, uh, they've got the Commonwealth Games yeah. and they've also got the Women's uh, Euros, women's Euros of
6: and they've had the and cricket.
2: I, I mean, I wonder what the traditional BEEB viewers had. You had the women's, we had Germany, France yeah, yeah. on BBC One, we had cricket on BBC Two. I know, yeah. they're going yeah. for it.
8: I know they'll be a, a moaning that the Antiques Roadshow's not being on. Yeah. Well, homes onto <laughs> the hammer. It's been missing for a bit. But on the women's football, the, you know, obviously it's been fantastic to watch the uh, actual football itself. Eh, the build up a little bit less so i think and when they when they announced that on uh, sunday it starts at three fifty, ten 10 hmm. to 4 whereas the match kicks off at 5 o'clock oh, that's a lot of build i thought up. aren't we all looking forward to an hour and 10 minutes of uh, build up you're
2: not know uh, a fan of build up the... martin generally I mean, well, Build-up you what se. i
8: don't I, you know i don't mind it when you think of it they were, if it was the men's uh, euros the build-up will be equally as long. Basically, what I'm be saying longer. is, as far as probably a little bit longer, but mm. as far as the football, as the Euros go and the, the the women's football on TV, what's missing is a sense of proportion. And then I thought to myself look at the men's you know any major tournament the men are in mm. again what's missing is a sense of proportion yeah. so when you think of it there is equality uh, happening there which is great because mm. the football has been uh, fantastic by and large Martin
2: and that, do you know we've got to go I do yeah, apologise no, I was very disappointed I know it's just, it was that race it was the, the, the very, very late I know. race it
8: always happens wherever I'm on it always takes like half an hour to get in the stalls it's yeah. always one of those <laughs> sort of cavalry oh, really? charges well look you're back overnight this
2: is all the material you can use yeah, between one be and six.
8: more overnight. Well, yeah. I did want to mention our good mate Ned Bolting, who's a brilliant guy. Yeah. And he's got a thing on the ITV hub at the moment called A History of Irish Cycling, which is a fantastic show, and Ned is brilliant on it.
1: The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily
2: Podcast. Will you continue giving us commentary on the other races on TalkSport 2, Rupert? No I, no, I think I've You've got to go to
4: that. the Earl's Lawn, I think. Well, All right. well good Well, my, uh, yeah.
2: Two other my
4: supporters head home to Wendell Weary Way home, right. down the M3 for, on a Friday. Friday night for for Lizzie's school holidays. Oh, <laughs> lovely!
5: I'll probably be back tomorrow. i say. <laughs> yeah,
4: So Lizzie's going home. Izzy's going home. So me, I shall wander round to the Earl's lawn. I'm, my job is done for the night. And then well you got done. the
2: gin tasting tonight. Well, we say tasting. The way it'll work is, you know, you'll pay lip service to it. You'll stand there once with somebody and say, oh, yeah, juniper, got slightly fruity citrus notes, and then you'd just be necking it, won't you, Arthur? Yeah, well, that? you just
4: talk about a few botanicals.
2: Oh, yeah, of course you You've did. got yeah, to yeah.
4: mention the word botanicals, and then you've got to say, oh, there's a touch of juniper. There's a touch of, oh, mm. I can feel the essence of lavender. Yes. Sure and then, w- well, even though you have no idea what you're talking about, yeah. someone told me yesterday I was drinking some one of the rosés that we brought up the other day. I won't mention it just to not upset John again, but um, anyway, this angel was whispering in my ear, and then they say, suddenly <laughs> this lady said to me, "Can you not smell and taste that essence of pomegranate?" And I thought what the heck she talking about <laughs> I'm sorry dear Whispering Angel I'm back, that one essence of
3: pomegranate essence, yeah.
4: and, I, and I think no I could just about get a bit of strawberry but where she found the pomegranate for I have no idea you,
3: you need a more sophisticated yeah. palate. that race was far too short I like a nice cross country bumper where you can, <laughs> you can
2: relax yeah well you, you basically you stand on the balcony the old balcony at Cheltenham and you can't yeah. see the horses they've basically gone into another, another uh, county yeah. and it took it took
4: 56 <laughs> seconds that race
2: wow yes, right. it's and too that short is,
4: so that is quick but um cardium was the quickest of all it's going to about the same time as it takes me get to the um the earl's lawn okay about
2: i can tell you're <laughs> chomping at the bit there <laughs> well as always been an absolute joy to chat to you both and thank you for your fine yes, work well and uh, i'm sure we'll reconvene again soon uh, i think york will be our next port
4: of call excellent. in a couple of weeks time Oh, uh, lovely oh, to The Ascot of the north indeed, indeed. we
2: shall yeah. be there
4: to uh, give York the benefit of our experience. And Izzy, Izzy, once again, will be minding me and I'll be on the lookout for a yeah. uh, go-faster mobility school Good
2: stuff. <laughs> well, thank you, Lizzy. Thank you, Rupert. Thank you. Well thank done, you. Izzy. Thanks very much. There we are, our top team, bringing you uh, four days of uh, excellent racing from and a bit of entertainment, hopefully from Glorious oh, yeah. Goodwood. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> Well we looked at the sport on TV this week we're going to look ahead now if you can squeeze in some non-sporting mm. telly week, uh, this weekend good luck to you uh, but uh, what's the best of it let's find out now from Brighton and Hove Albion supporting daily star TV reviewer mike ward good afternoon mike afternoon guys so cockerel looks like it's on he's ending transfer help. request yeah. bit yeah. of a bit of a blow because he is i mean to lose i mean to lose him mm. and basuma is a blow
7: it's a Yeah, it is a blow, obviously. It's uh, you know, uh, Regardless of the money, wh- whatever that turns out to be, because mm. it's obviously... Uh, there's a way to go in this story yet. Yeah. I, yeah. I think the outcome is fairly obvious. A bit F- like neighbours, actually. All the, money, all the money
3: in football that they could have saved, the Premier League could have saved neighbours, couldn't it?
7: They could have done. They, I mean, they would done. Bet, you have know, drop A drop in the ocean. It's not a
2: high
3: priority, though, is
7: it? I mean, imagine some of the clubs... <laughs> imagine
2: that. If, if enough of the clubs had voted for it. 14 of the clubs yeah. voted yes, for yes, it. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. all yeah, it, it takes. suddenly to totally, uh, <laughs> the owners, ownership at City didn't want neighbours to survive <laughs> no. it could be a big who knows a big fan there one of the shakes could be a massive fan of never no, pop up m- on the soap
3: super league yeah <laughs>
6: <that's> <laughs> right.
3: it could well do so, it's a tragedy really
7: well let's now?
2: let's well. think about let's think about the use of the word tragedy well, like in is. the context of a long-running <laughs> soap okay. uh, we just don't expect soaps to long-running soaps soaps of this length yeah Tend not to end. Yeah, you no know, short the ones,
7: point. ones that don't work. Do yes. the El of this the El and the family affairs hmm. of this world. But, but yeah, I mean that's the thing. And also soaps don't end. The whole point of a soap is that it goes round and round in circles forevermore, and yeah. then, no storyline ever ends. Which is why if you switch on East Enders now, I think it's the same set of storylines we had twenty years ago with, with probably the same people. Mm. But uh, yeah, it has to. It has to finish. Which in a way means that you know I'm not going to give anything away. I have I have dipped into tonight's, but I mustn't give anything away because it no. would be terrible. But uh, in a way, you're probably. Not going to be left on a cliffhanger because that would be awful, you know, like a permanent <laughs> cliffhanger forevermore, <laughs> a bit like the like like end of the Italian Job. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. <like that. laughs> I've got an idea. We like the end of the Sopranos. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know though. It's uh, it's a strange decision by Channel Five. And it it's run out of steam, Andy. No, as a piece of drama, not at all. There was still a lot of balls in the still, air. Good storylines. People good still enjoying it. I think people who liked it, yeah, of course, it doesn't get the viewing figures it used to back in the day. But nothing does, does it? No, it doesn't.
7: And but also, and also, it's it's different from other soaps I, I, I mean it, it, it's got a completely different feel from watching British soaps and I don't just mean because it's sunny you know it has got a, 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 a different tone to it and I think mm. it's quite a, you know it's an refreshing a refreshing alternative but you know it's not as depressing as the extenders yeah, it's like not it. as depressing although you know there are some there have been some tragedies you know it, it, you know yeah. but uh, it doesn't take depression as it's sort of you know as its key motive it doesn't say <laughs> yeah. right, how are we going to you know really really depress people tonight uh, I've got some ideas guys uh, it's a bit
3: tricky. I want to watch the finale live as it goes out, but then mm. I've got to somehow squeeze the six o'clock. Because they're basically, in effect, three episodes tonight.
2: Is that right?
3: There's well,
2: one at six and one at nine. But this is the, is the star, this is a star studded one. Is, is they, that not all right? Do they all might- pop up in
7: one? I, I, well, I thought the one at nine was the same as the one. Do you know I don't know. I just watched the one at nine. I hmm. assumed because I, I didn't, you yeah. know because I'm hopeless ultimately at keeping on top of which one's which but yeah no I, I, I think it's just the two I think it's just the two um, well, there's one at six o'clock man. is They're there yeah, yeah, oh, do you want me to go and check and come back no to no
2: you? I know no. <laughs> does it end like don't look up the Netflix film I just <laughs> <laughs> I just I mean that would be wrong wouldn't it really you want it you want to have a bit more up? Well, there is
7: a, there is a wedding and you know the point of soap weddings is for things to go horrendously wrong mm. so it would be a bit cheesy if it yeah. didn't but we all know we've seen the pictures of uh, Kylie and Jason oh and, he's it now
2: Oh well. Well, I think everybody's has <laughs> sort of, <it's> been <laughs> everywhere, isn't it? So yeah,
7: for, for months. So yeah. it's on at nine o'clock, yeah. and then what's be- it? And there's sort of celebrations of neighbours and how and, and and what people have gone on to do mm. since. And you know the the music and you know the obviously Kylie and Jason yeah. in particular having a great success from that. Getting point twenty, 20
3: million viewers at that stage. Uh, what is Channel Five going to put on in its place? It'll be some rubbish, right? The Andy
2: I'm Jacobs saying. show, chat show, laughs. laughs. <laughs>
3: Surprises, competitions, Well, I can
2: tell you what they're
7: putting on this time. Uh, nine o'clock next Friday, mm. not it's normally on at nine o'clock, nine o'clock next Friday, is uh, Some Mothers Do Have Them, classic, uh, not an episode of it, but a documentary about it. That's not going to be on every week because I think that might be stretching <laughs> the weekend. Could, that could be pushing it. Yeah, yeah. So
2: um, that's, that's nine o'clock now. tonight. Yes. Yeah, you tell us. Okay, uh, what else have we got? You've you've moved to the streaming channels, Mike. Under yeah, the banner of heaven, yeah, what is, just what a couple of it?
7: streaming ones. I know not everybody has access to these, so mm. but but briefly, under the banner of heaven, Disney Plus. That's a new uh, true crime based drama set in the eighties in Salt Lake City. Uh, it's a murder mystery, but oh. involving the Mormon Church and the officer heading up the investigation. Is a devout Mormon himself. So Ooh. there's a huge conflict of interest and in all kinds of stuff you like that. Daisy Edgar by, Jones in it? Daisy Edgar Jones, she plays, yeah. she plays the woman who's killed. And Andrew Garfield is, is the cop. So um, okay. that's pretty good. And then mm. Prime Video, I've got a thing called paper girls uh which i think arrived a couple of days ago it's a sort of 80s set type. it's kind of feels like stranger things on a significantly lower budget there are some sort of fight scenes with aliens in the woods that look like a place where i walk my dog and somebody from a sort of 1960s 1970s episode of doctor who in a silver suit has just turned up wow. randomly mm. you know wow. next to where you you know put the poo bags or something like
2: that. <laughs> so worth watching then You've really sold it <laughs> I've to I've sold him. that one to you. Yes. Yeah, I'm on commission with Amazon. Mm. Now, yeah. tomorrow night's a lot of nostalgia, Mike. Um, Hugely, yeah. Tommy Cooper's 30 greatest moments.
7: Yeah, 30. It's, it, it's, they're doing these every week, and mm. what's brilliant is all these classic... Comedians—they've had Billy Connolly, they've had Walker yeah. and Wise. They've all had thirty great moments, so it's convenient that it fits perfectly <laughs> into the format that Channel Five have created. I mean, and who? Who? And, some talking, heads, and some talking Heads, yeah. and some Talking Heads, who hmm. seem to be in all of them. I was enough. looking ah. up.
3: I was looking up some stuff about Bernard Cribbins, who sadly yes. left us and yeah. uh, this week, and and uh, I, I had a feeling that he'd been in this sort of semi-silent movie mm. about two builders you remember the, yeah. like, and he was and he wasn't, like, then for some reason he decided to plank. watch The Plank no, The Plank Oh The Plank play. oh yeah and yeah, Tommy Cooper's plan. in there it's famous yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it's legendary The yeah, Plank yeah brilliant. absolutely mm. yeah great um,
7: um, so yeah Tommy Cooper the, the, and obviously I mean there was nobody like Tommy Cooper was in Fantastic right. uh, Accomplished Magician who actually yeah. made his a bit like Les Dawson being great pianist and made the joke mm. you know Mate, You've got to be good prompted. to make it look bad. Mm, absolutely, and I'm a living embodiment <laughs> of <for> that. <laughs> so Channel 5, 8pm, so <laughs> uh, BBC
2: 4 from 7pm, yes. The Fight for Saturday Night. This is yeah. the sort of documentary, but includes
7: some classic old telly if people want to revisit it. That's right. It's a Michael Gray documentary talking about how Saturday night is such a big deal on British TV. Mm. I think more than anywhere in the world from what I can gather. You know, we mm. really make, always traditionally made a big deal of it. And then some great examples. There's an old episode, of The Generation Gaby with Bruce. There's two Ronnie's sketchbook. And then there's a Grace Dent documentary, Towards Midnight, which is way too late for me. But yeah. um, took you about some you know great moments from, from Saturday on right. TV. I'm t-
2: mm. My TV, again, on Sunday, mm. uh, there's, by the way, Kate Bush night over on BBC it Two did, from 8pm yeah. uh, on Saturday, that. talking to Stranger worth. Things. You had a um,
7: of Kate Bush? Yeah. Oh, well. You know.
2: <laughs> um, th- um, Thunderball, uh, ITV are yeah. putting up against the Women's Euros. That's yes, bu- I mean old. that's a der- yeah. It,
7: you know, if, if you want, if you want to put something up against the Women's Euros, have some sort of old school, very sort of sexist era James Bond movie mm. to, to uh, up against. <laughs> it's quite it. a good idea. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you know your target audience. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Um, so yeah, um, it's it, uh, those nasty uh, Spectre people have got hold of a NATO aircraft mm. uh, with nuclear weaponry on board and that's annoying isn't it
2: so that's um, five past four if, if you don't want to watch the football why are you mad watch the football watch the um, football
7: it's going to be great it is I, I actually I, I, I'm strangely optimistic I'm never normally optimistic though. and have you
2: got to a game yet they've had a couple down your place I, I, I
7: tried to get tickets but stupidly I left it too late but, uh, oh, no, I, I lot think,
2: a lot of people yeah. ruining that at the yeah. moment as we get to the final and finally 7pm channel 5 Annabelle Croft and her husband Mel show how they transformed a parcel delivery van into a home on wheels which they call Vanabelle yeah. in million pounds. Motor there's nothing more to say just please, hold me there's back <laughs> absolutely
7: nothing more to say apart from next week you've got Susan Calman in an escape room with Debbie McGee in <laughs> Susan Calman's Grand week by the sea yeah well okay. you know
2: the, the cut to the picture of Alan Partridge lying on his bed <laughs> which we always get
1: the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast
2: there we are that was uh, this afternoon's show uh, we'll be back on Monday Hopefully, with uh, a European Championship in the bag for the Lionesses. Wow, well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, and a good weekend in the EFL. And we'll, of course, begin the build up in earnest for the start of the Premier League season the following weekend. But uh, until then, have a great weekend and thanks for joining us.
1: You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.